When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. From the After 9 Podcast Studios, this is After 9 with Scott and Kat. And a happy mother fucking Friday! You know, you could do your calm sleep story like that. Just start <laughs> off, just start off real, real hot, real uh, ambient. Hi, go to sleep. You need an app to sleep, sleep do you? you okay. You little whore. Sleep. <laughs> A sexy sleep story. <laughs> Why don't you go to bed, you little slut? <laughs> What's keeping you up, you horny little fucker? <laughs> you know what'll help you sleep? Pull down your pants. Slide off your underwear and let's get cozy. <laughs> and calm just cut me off. Yeah, yeah that'll be the end of your relationship <laughs> with calm. It officially will not be calling me back. <laughs> hey, do you ever hear from people that have used your sleep story? I do. I do occasionally. And I never think to like promote it again. I should I should let people know that it's out there. But yeah, I have a TikTok. It's, it's TikTok voice, which again, I, I don't know if people find that calming. However, it's my actual voice. It goes into my actual voice, so don't worry. Eventually it does, but it starts out as a TikTok. It's basically taking you through a TikTok dream, a social media dream, but it also encourages you to let all that stuff go, and and then that's when we get into the really calm, floating on marshmallow kind of shit. And it's uh, it was kind of it shit. was not written by me, but it's written by the pros there, and they're much better than than what I just said. Um, yeah, it was really well written and a lot of fun to do. But anyway, it's out there if you guys want to hear. And yes, now and again, I hear people who find it for the first time or some people who just say uh, they favorited it, which is cool. So some people listen back to it over and over again, which is neat because there's so many there's so many on there. Right. Yeah. How does it work? I've never used Calm, but I get, yeah. this is for people who have trouble sleeping. They listen to these things and one, right. and yours is one of them. And it'll does it actually put you to sleep? So the the sleep stories are meant to help you sleep. Yes, absolutely. Now, the Calm app in itself is a mental health app is really what it is. They focus a lot more on just wellness and well-being, meditation, for example. I'll just give you like uh, an example. So one of the, oh, here I am on the front page right beside Harry Styles. Oh, now, look at you. From what I know, Harry Styles, <laughs> I know, me and Harry Styles have, both have a, a Calm sleep story. Uh, we're right next to each other. If you go, if you actually have it, maybe you've seen it pop up. Uh, but these are the most popular sleep stories, so I'm up there. Yes, I hear from people all the time, so it's very, very cool. Can can do do people search by your name, or do they search by TikTok? Do they search for Jesse? I think either any of those. I'm sure it's like a tag system, so you can probably find it in diff- many different uh, ways. LeBron James has one too. Look, really? I'm before LeBron Who James. Who the fuck would pay to listen to LeBron James talk? I, I don't understand that. I can play some of it for you, but sometimes it takes a while. I don't know if... Here we go. Hang on. Let me see if I can get some of this. On a range of glass and brick and steel and all of it glinting and glowing in the moonlight. Actually, that's, that's not, not bad. That's not bad, right? That's pretty good. I'm not going to play any more because I don't want Calm to be upset about that. There's a good like like recommendation for you, though. And like I said, it's not just about sleep on there. You can discover all kinds of different... Um, there's doctors on there, like like real medical professionals that will take you through different thoughts and 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 things that you can do for anxiety. I mean, you name it. the The app again is like more of a mental wellness uh, thing, so totally worth it if if that's up your alley. Okay, uh, coming up, 
Dave Blizzard is going to join us for a bit on this episode of After 9, and we're going to talk to him about what happened yesterday at Bell. We're going to talk about the Super Bowl, and we're going to talk about, uh, hopefully we can hold off until he gets here. We're going to talk about the most common injuries during sex with Dave Blizzard. Oh my gosh, this will be funny. Yeah, he may have experienced all of them. Maybe you yourself have been injured in this way. And had to come up with an excuse for how you did it because you don't want to tell the doctor you did it getting railed in the living room. Is that something we call diamond and diamond for if we got injured by our partners? If you, if you don't like them very much. If you don't like them, I guess you could. Yeah. Uh, by the way, we talked about Drake a little bit this week. Drake the snake. Do you think... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm hearing rumors that he knows who did it and, and apparently he's going to sue. He has every right to sue, right? If she leaks a nude intentionally like that, he has every right to go after her. Well, and here's the difference, too, is that if if that's true, and I don't know if it's true or not, um, that he's threatening to take legal action. But by all means, if somebody, I don't care who you are, man, woman, doesn't matter. If somebody takes those that are supposed to be private between two people and try to post them publicly or does post them publicly, you got to get reprimanded for that. I think so. So, yeah, if that's the case here then by all means, he has every right to do that. And someone should get in trouble for it. Going to break down a couple of stories before we get to Dave being on the pod because he is stuck in traffic at the moment. Uh, Just breaking this morning, the Ford government has announced to keep costs down and support the province's alcohol and hospitality sector. They are stopping an estimated 4.6% increase to the beer basic tax and the LCBO markup rates that were set for March the 1st. This increase would have resulted... From rates being indexed to inflation, which the government has consistently stopped over the last six years, resulting in approximately $200 million in relief. The latest freeze will be in place for two years until March 1st, 2026. Okay, so good. Thank you for not raising another tax. That's, it's something. It's something. We'll take every little thing, I think, at this point, which is sad but true. I've tried to stress this point a number of times over the years on After 9. Eventually, everything gets to its max value. Even jobs. You know, I mean, if you've been a, what's an example? Uh, Maybe you have answered the phones at Service Ontario, and maybe you've worked there for 50 years. You'd probably think, well, with a raise every year, I should be making over 100K. No, there's only so much we're going to pay for someone to do a certain job. Yeah. In turn, there's only so much people can be expected to pay for a goddamn beer. And now it's getting crazy. They've let this get so far out of control that people are shocked when they come here from other countries. $9 for a pint of Stella? Get the hell out of here. But that's what some people are charging. It's now a happy hour special to get a pint for $6. Whereas that used to be the premium brands in regular time, not that long ago. And look, I don't mean to be ungrateful for this change that that's or lack of change, I guess we would call it uh, in this case. But where are we at with like the wine? I, I feel so bad for the when we look at the economy that we have in terms of vineyards. We've got a lot of great vineyards in Ontario specifically and especially. Right. Then they have to put their wine out there, which would have cost them X amount of money. But now with the taxes that we pay on top of that for wine is really bad too. And I wish there was something that we could do about that. Like, where are we at with that? I The wine taxes are insane. And yeah. the people who work so hard at the vineyards are pissed about it too. There's nothing that they can do, but it makes their bottles go up like crazy. It's another one where you go to the States and you look at a bottle of wine and you're like, holy shit, that bottle is $8 here. I pay $20 for it back home. Mm-hmm. It's just messed up to me. It totally is. Our government's governments are addicted to taxes. You can see it, whether it's local, the way they're raising people's property taxes, 
whether it's provincial, good on Doug. He hasn't raised income taxes or anything like that. He's been fairly good for the taxpayer, but uh, the prices are still too high. And, And we all know what Trudeau's done. I mean, that's just sickening. So I really think that these governments... They, are, they just aren't smart people, you know, like to me and to any other practical person or someone who's ever run a business, you know that if you want people to consume more of something, you lower the price. You don't raise the price. And the government seems to want, they haven't made the connection yet that, okay, so if we lower taxes, we'll have less revenue, but people are more likely to consume it because it's more affordable, which means we'll still make great tax revenue. Mm-hmm. They don't understand the concept and it's really, really crazy to me, but thank God There is no beer tax increase going to happen on March 1st. That was just decided. We have, uh, we're going to talk about Bell soon. We're going to talk about the Super Bowl soon. A couple more things. Oh, shocking news yesterday. A special counsel report found evidence that President Joe Biden willfully retained and shared highly classified information when he was a private citizen. This is between when he was vice president and before he was elected president. That includes information about the military and foreign policy in Afghanistan. Despite the damning report, criminal charges were determined to be, though, not necessary due to Biden's advanced age and cognitive ability. In other words, the special counsel interviewed him and they said Biden was very cooperative. They think something illegal happened here, but they're not recommending charges because he's so old and because his memory is so bad. He won't remember. I was just thinking that. It was kind of going to be more of a punchline, but it's not wrong. He, I'm going to play this news conference for you from last night in just a sec. He, uh, He couldn't remember when his son died. He barely remembered that he was vice president for eight years. And I'm going to say this is sad. This is an older person clearly experiencing some sort of dementia or something like that. And it's been denied and denied and denied. And you'll hear him deny it again, but we all have eyes and ears and we can see it. And God help him. I I hope he's okay and he gets whatever treatment he needs. But do we need this guy running the free world is the question. I'm going to play a little bit of the news conference for you. It was just a mess yesterday. about your age, you would respond with the words, watch me. Many American people have been watching and they have expressed concerns about your age. That is your judgment. That is your judgment. That is not the judgment of the press. They express concerns about your mental acuity. They say that you are too old. Mr. President, in December, you told me that you believe there are many other Democrats who could defeat Donald Trump. So why does it have to be you now? What, what is your answer to that question? I'm the most question? qualified person in this country to be president of the United States and finish the job I started. Do you believe that, Why are you confusing the names of world leaders? Thank you, everyone. Thank you very much. I did not share classified information. The hostage negotiation. He um, he wandered away from the podium, and now he's wandering back to the podium, in case you're wondering. Okay. I'm of the view, as you know, that the conduct of the response in, Gaza, in the Gaza Strip has been um, over the top. I think that... Uh, As you know, initially, the president of Mexico, Sisi, did not want to open up the gate to allow 
humanitarian material to get in. Yeah. I talked to him. Coincidentally. All right, that's all I'm going to play from Joe Biden, but he says nobody else can do it but him. He says he's the most qualified person in America to be president of the United States. Hello, Dave Blizzard. Hi. How are you? I'm good. Good. What do you think of Joe? The special counsel says they're not going to do charges because he's too old. Yeah, that seems weird. Doesn't it? Yeah, that seems really weird. Well, they can't throw the fucking guy in jail. Listen to no. him. I mean, he's no. not. No. He needs they to, to be. He needs proper care. I mean, I, I don't know how much longer they can deny that yeah. he doesn't have the same mental acuity that he once did. Well, I hope that the same energy is being held for everybody because I don't think that there's a qualified person right now who is running. On the ballot? Nope. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Mm-hmm. Not a lot one. of people feel that way. Uh, there's Republicans that are questioning Donald Trump's mental acuity. That's exactly what I'm saying. You can't have all these speeches that Donald's been doing for the last few years and just gloss over all of those yeah. issues that he's had in all of those speeches mm-hmm. and pretend like, no, 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 he's definitely the better quali- qualified candidate. Give me a break. Everybody's got to pay attention to this. Look at Mitch McConnell standing at the podium and all of a sudden just... His batteries ran out. I don't know how to describe that. Oh my gosh, he just stood there, and it was somebody asked him a question. He just goes, <laughs> and then just stared into the abyss yeah. forever. And then, and then they're like, "Nah, this guy's qualified to be sitting there and, and making major important decisions for people in in around the world, and specifically at home in the U.S." I don't want to yeah. be ageist about this, but is there nobody? I do. Is there, I do. Is there anybody under seventy that's qualified to be president of the United States? Because it seemed like things ran just tickety boo when when Obama was in charge. Whether yeah. you do or don't like his politics, things were fine. Then we started getting into senior citizens here as as presidents, and it seems like all this shit's getting all mixed up. Well, should we add some tests that they got to pass? They're supposed to be passing tests. There's a, they get tested that. on cognitive ability. Really? Yeah. Maybe we should make it harder. Don't Maybe. you remember the dog, cat, car, whatever the thing that was that Donald said? Oh, <laughs> when yeah. he was trying to describe his test that he did? Oh, yeah. That's right. <laughs> I had to draw an elephant. It was the best elephant ever. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's drawn an elephant like that. And people are saying, sir, it was the best elephant I've ever seen. And they were crying. <laughs> they were crying. <laughs> And they said, sir, please, draw us an elephant, too. <laughs> uh, hey, Dave, how are you? Okay, still good from the last time you asked me a couple minutes ago. Did I really? You I'm did. sorry. <laughs> I, was, I was scanning through screens here because I got to switch Easy, vibes Easy, Joe here. Biden. Yeah, yeah I know, no kidding. Right? Holy cow. Fuck, I'm a mess. Um, <laughs> what's my host, mental acuity like? Going to host a podcast with the president of Mexico. As I told him, I said, we got to talk about things. <laughs> It's Super Bowl weekend. Sure is. Who you got? Kansas City or San Fran? Uh, I think the betting favorite, San Francisco, the heart is saying maybe Kansas City. Do you like Kansas City or do you like Kansas City fans? Uh, yeah, yeah, I've got chief friend, uh, fans that are f- chief fan or friends that are chief fans. There we go. None of us can talk today. No. <laughs> no. Easy, Joe Biden. Yeah, I know, right? Mine's not Throw that sharp either. Yeah. <laughs> I think the Saskatchewan Rough Riders are going to beat the Kansas City Rough Riders. <laughs> In the Super Cup. Uh, <laughs> happening this this March. Cat, yeah. who do you got? Casey. Kansas City. Casey, baby. I, I'm a Travis Kelsey fan. He's actually on my fantasy football team from okay. like a couple of years ago. So I'm an OG Travis Kelsey guy. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Well, I... Not a Johnny come lately. Uh, <laughs> Johnny come lately. Like good, Taylor Swift? Yeah. Isn't that a good old phrase? A Johnny, Johnny come, come lately. lately. I haven't heard that in a long... In a Coonsland. You, yeah. you don't hear that one very often at all. Uh, okay, so Super Bowl on Sunday. The actual kickoff is at 6.30, which by my math means halftime will be around 8 p.m. 
That's exactly, and I think that you're, that's exactly what's going to happen. Anytime between 8 and 8.30, I'm thinking that that's, it's going to be that. And then I'm going to bed after half time's done, just for the record. You just don't care about, I don't care what, what happens. What if it's a tie game going into I the half? That care. doesn't even do anything for you? I don't even understand how you get a tie game. So why would I care to like look, oh. sit there and try to like, yeah, I don't. When both teams don't, score yeah. the same yeah. amount of points. Yeah. That, yeah. that I get. Easy Biden. <laughs> that I get, but like the stuff, I don't. <laughs> I, I love the, basketball. Yeah, I think the football um, team is going to kick that golf ball. <laughs> And then they're going to run around in a circle. No, I don't care as much about the actual game. No, that's the truth. It's always been the truth. But that said, I think that there's, I mean, I like watching them play it because it's, it's exciting. It's a, it's a big game. So the first half I'll be watching, the, the second half, no. But I'm watching that. I can't wait for the halftime show. I'm so excited. Are you hoping you'll see like a Taylor run onto the field at the end of the game or something like that if Kansas City wins? Hoping? No. Expecting, yes. Really? I wonder if she get caught up in the crowd, though. It's kind of awkward. Like, even when they won the conference, am I saying that right? They won the conference and she ran onto the field and, like, kissed him and stuff. Even then, it's probably, like, a weird thing because you're, like, you want to be there and support them. The cameras are all on you, though, trying to, like, kiss. She knew it was a conference. She did know it was a I'm conference. Impressed. Thank you. Well, Thank good. you. Hopefully, there's no, like, Maasai type thing in Golden State when the Raptors won and he got into a fight with security. Oh, they weren't yeah. going to let him on the court. <laughs> right. That run was the best. Can we, uh, honest to God, that Raptors run was so much fun. Because you had, you had, what was it, the year before you had the fuck Brooklyn thing? Uh-huh. That was oh, yeah. amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, was that the same year or was that the year before? I don't remember, but it was great. It and was it great. just fueled everybody up. And then nine, 2019 was just such a run. It was so great. Since we're on the sports, sports, I'm going to use air quotes. Were you pleasantly surprised at what I texted you last night, Dave? Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. She's been telling me all morning that she texted you. But she wouldn't tell me what it was. She oh. said, ask you. Okay, so I get this text from Kat last night at, uh, let me see what time it was. It was just after 7 o'clock, and it was a video of what she was watching on TV. And this is what the caption said. I'm back in, like, way too into it all. And it was a picture, or it was a video <laughs> of the WrestleMania kickoff press conference from Las Vegas last night. Yeah. Kat's so into it. You're a wrestling fan now. I'm, I'm into the storyline. Yes, yes. I'm into the storyline because I'm like, I'm looking at the, the Cody Crybabies and all those people and the Rock's back in, which is always interesting, but nobody likes him there, which is so fascinating to me because this is like the most likable guy in the world, most people would think. But in the wrestling world, as The Rock, not as Dwayne The Rock, not as Dwayne Johnson, but as The Rock, they fucking hate this guy. They were booing him last yeah, night. They it's were, all fascinating to me. Yeah, it's because they're such fans of Cody. It's, they love it's him. Amazing. And his work, because his work ethic. Scott's looking at me like I have two heads. I was not listen, expecting this. Because Cody is kind of like the new what Dwayne The Rock Johnson once was, yeah. right? Which is like, or maybe even a John Cena was the before hero. John Cena left. He's a hero. He works really hard, et cetera. And then you got Roman Reigns, who all, by all means is a big piece of shit. Listen to her. And, and then, <laughs> that is amazing. Yeah, who the so fuck I, are you? So I understand why people want Roman Reigns to fight Cody, and I'm all about it. And I love that Dwayne The Rock Johnson. I thought that I was going to come and root for him, but I'm like, no, you can't just fucking step in here because you're making all the money on the board and yeah. and fight this guy at WrestleMania. That's not fair. Anyway, <laughs> it's I was not fair. Well, it's not. <laughs> did you it's see what, did, how much did you watch? Did you watch the whole thing? I watched the whole thing. So you saw the backstage interaction with Triple H at the end? Yes, I did. And so this is where people are kind of going, whoa, this this is a totally new WWE that people are like. Did not expect this. So Rock and Cody have this little interaction. Rock slaps him in the face because he insulted his family, and it was just this whole big thing. Triple H is doing an interview at the end of it, and The Rock walks by, and he's like, fix this shit. Fix this shit immediately. He's like, he's talking talking shit about my family, and then he goes to walk away, and all you hear, The Rock turns to Triple H, and he just goes, I'll knock Cody's fucking teeth down his throat. 
and it's like all online, all on TV, and I'm like, whoa, whoa, it's, it's, yeah, whoa. it was like really tense. Yeah, I was like, really this tense. is awesome. And wow. then Triple H is like, because he's he's the uh, chief content officer of WWE, so he's like, and he's like a legitimate like part of the business, and he goes, you know, that's inappropriate. And, he, and he's just like being a business guy in the rock. The rock is just like, I don't give a shit. And he's just like pissed. And I'm like, this, it's a weird thing, this is right? Great. And, and the, here's the fucked up thing about this guy. This is why I love Dwayne the Rock Johnson. I find all so this listen, fucked up. But, uh, go ahead. The fact that Dwayne the Rock Johnson gets booed on stage, but about a couple hours before, he posts the teaser trailer to Moana 2, in which he voices Maui, a cartoon character for children, and gets so many likes and excitement. Yeah. It's just so, what a fucking weird life he lives. I wanted him to get on stage and just go, what? can I say besides you're welcome <laughs> and I was like How please does, do it does it don't you think he gets confused with his own life sometimes like where, where am I where am I Which what am I supposed am to I be in? am I the hero in real life am I a pretend hero am I on Wrestlemania do people hate me right now but that's and I'll tell you this and this is why I love pro wrestling and I have since I was a little kid was that it's just a story about good versus evil and there's so many twists and mm-hmm, turns mm-hmm. and it's Good guys moving to the bad side, bad guys seeing the light and becoming good guys. And there's redemption stories and there's, you know, there's the physicality, the physicality of it all and the athleticism and and the bright lights and all of that stuff. It is just such a spectacle. It is. You can't yeah. help. But if you are a fan of it, you, you're you're probably a fan for life. Yeah. I I find it weird. Like if you had said I was flipping through the channels and Raw was on. And so I just watched Raw. I would think, oh, OK, cool. You went out of your way to stream a press conference. I streamed conference. it. I streamed it. Holy I launched cow. it to the television. Oh, my God. I did the same thing. I did the same thing because I was like 15 minutes behind. Well, I got home late. You can't watch this on a small screen. It needs a big screen. I, I casted it to <laughs> yes. my TV. I did the exact same thing. And wow. it was And it was great. It was, yeah, it it was, was a lot was of fun. Awesome. And here's the best part of it. It was a press conference. There was no wrestling. No. They ended up with like two or 3,000 people show up at T-Mobile Arena in Vegas for this press conference. Wow. It was incredible. Yeah, it was awesome. Okay, so when is WrestleMania? Uh, April. April. It's, there's, it's not for like two months. It's <laughs> yeah. not for like two months. Is there it could s- happen tomorrow, though, and it would. This, I feel like the scene would be set. So Cody versus Roman Reigns is what they're setting up. Is there now a situation where The Rock could end up taking on Cody? Well, that was the thing, but Cody got to pick, like correct? A, yeah, like, Cody won the Rumble. He won the Royal Rumble, so he, he gets to pick who he fights yeah. at WrestleMania so for the time. But that's what the crowd wants to see. Yeah. So it makes sense he's going to pick that. Because he got cheated out of the main event last year at WrestleMania against Roman Reigns. So oh. it's his redemption story. He's coming back. He's trying to finish his story. It's a title that his father didn't win, the American Dream, Dusty Rhodes. So it's a bit of, uh, you know, do it for dad, but also do it for me because I'm creating a legacy. Mm-hmm. He's got kids, so now he's trying to pave a path for them, like, or for his daughter at least. And it's just... Yeah, it's it is entertainment. It is it's great. Oh, I, I don't it. disagree. I used to be real into it too. L- let me ask though: Could The Rock, at his age, still put on a good wrestling match? Like, and would he still do the "Do you smell what The Rock is cooking?" and he drop a rock bottom it. on, on oh, yeah. people? And oh yeah, stuff? he, he still do does. That? He still does it. Where was he at? Was it at the Royal Rumble? He made an appearance, or was after? It was Raw after, it was after. On SmackDown. Yeah, on SmackDown. So he did it. He did the whole intro. <laughs> Shut she up. Knows, the whole nine. Wow. He did the whole intro. Yeah. It was Finally, great. The Rock has come back. Yeah. All that stuff. All, yeah. yep, yep. All the hits. Okay. All right. <laughs> so you know where we'll be on uh, yes. WrestleMania weekend. <laughs> Two night events, Two Saturday and Sunday. Yeah. Are you going to let this leak into your personal and professional lives? Like, hey, guess what? We've yeah. decided to give away a trip to WrestleMania <laughs> on the radio. <laughs> surprise. Well, we're joining you. Surprise, surprise. Yeah, go to Philadelphia to yeah. watch WrestleMania with Cat. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, it is a huge weekend for food. A lot of people are going to be eating. Some people 
don't even really care about Super Bowl. They're there for the snacks. So let's talk a little bit about it because today also happens to be National Pizza Day. On Sunday, Domino's alone will sell 30% more pizzas than they do on a typical Sunday. There's a couple of deals being offered. KFC offering two-for-one buckets of chicken. Have you priced out a bucket of chicken recently? No. Neither have I. Sorry, I hadn't purchased a bucket of chicken in many years, and I don't think I will be. The price of KFC has gone crazy. I was, I, somebody told me that it tastes different now. Does it? Yeah. Did they change their recipe? Yeah. It tastes expensive. <laughs> yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's that little bit of extra money that they grind into it. <laughs> uh, Buffalo Wild Wings says their chain alone will sell 11 million chicken wings mm-hmm. on Sunday mm-hmm. alone. New poll found around one in four Super Bowl viewers are going to order in. 57% will make something at home. Only 14% of people have no food plan already in place for Sunday. Oh. Are you an Uber Eats kind of guy, or are you uh, mm-hmm. let's get in the kitchen and get creative? Yeah, kitchen and, and snacks mostly. It's a lot of, like, appy kind of, mm-hmm. you know, one bites and things like that. Do I'm not know- making a roast for the Super Bowl or anything <laughs> like that. Do you know how much money you could make if you marketed your chili? You think so? Dave's famous chili would be, you would outsell that shit at Tim Hortons. No, maybe I should make a deal with Tim Hortons. You should. Hey, I'll, I'll supply you the chili from now on. I, 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 I think you're busy enough, Dave. Yeah. Now I have a chili side hustle. <laughs> a side hustle selling chili. We're in a meeting with Dave and he's scooping chili into bread bowls. Yeah, like, hang yeah. on, guys. Yeah, come on in. Yeah. It's fine. I need you guys to try this new focaccia bowl that I just created. I want you to see what do you it's think? pretty good. Yeah. Uh, Grubhub says cheese pizzas see the biggest bump in sales than any other food on Super Bowl Sunday. Mm-hmm. Boneless wings are second. Is that people ordering stuff for the kids to keep them busy? Cheese pizzas, boneless wings, or tenders, or whatever? It's definitely easy. Like, just generally easy. So, sure. And, yes, to to answer you, if you've got little kids running around and you want to just watch the game, that'll absolutely keep them busy, I think. Yeah. Three quarters of us eat pizza at least a few times a month. Okay. I'm a weekly. Once oh, yeah. a week, pizza's on the menu. Right. Are Once you at the same day? Like, do you, every Thursday's pizza day, or is it just kind of all over the place? Usually it's uh, weekends. Like, I, I like a nice Saturday, let's order or make some pizzas. I, I'm i trying not to be a pizza snob here, but I think once you make it and you get the nice fresh dough and things like that, you don't really want to go back to the takeout pizza. You get the fresh dough, or do you make the dough uh, from no, scratch? Buy the dough. Buy the dough. Because yeah. it's more expensive to make it than it is to buy it. And messy. It's a little messy. It's messy, too. Yeah. So... Buy it. There's good places like uh, Fortino's has great pizza dough. Local bakeries do. It's cheap, too. So you get it. You let it air out. You roll it out. Make your pizza. It's great. I did something I don't normally do last weekend. It was a Sunday afternoon. Uh, My wife was working. I was hanging out with the baby, and she was having a nap. And I went, you know what? I want a pizza. It was like noon. I don't think I've... I can't remember the last time I've ordered a pizza for lunch wow. at home on a weekend. So you, and nice. you got it delivered, got a nice a pi- hot pizza yeah. for hot, yourself. Hot. I was uh, I was craving just a simple pepperoni pizza. Mm. Okay. Did it. Great. And I, and I was like, all right, uh, I feel good about myself. So Ellie wakes up from her nap and wants to eat pizza too. Obviously. So my uh, my big girl, I got a great picture of her sitting on the couch watching wrestling with me while she's just waving us a pizza crust and just the happiest kid ever. <laughs> now, it's so great. Would she rather Cody fight Roman Reigns or The Rock at WrestleMania? <laughs> yeah, I definitely think I see her as more of a Cody kind of kind of gal. Got yeah, it. I see that. Got it, got it. Uh, do you eat the crust? 
Yes, with dipping yeah. sauce, uh, asterisks. My grandmother used to put butter on it. Just, okay, spread it after it's yeah. out of the oven, like, obviously. At, no, 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 no. At the end, really? when you're done your pizza, she would take, she would have butter on the table and she would butter the pizza crust and eat it like a breadstick. Ah. With butter on it. Okay, that's an option. Didn't put butter on the rest of the pizza, just the crust. Just the crust. One in five, do not eat the crust. I've since put her in a home, by the way. Yeah, that's doing that. <laughs> sounds <No>. wrong. <laughs> <laughs> by the way, that'd give you the oiliest fingers, wouldn't it? Like eating while eating the pizza? Well, I don't think you fist, like your whole hand is around the, the crust. The, the, so no. you hold it from like the bottom? How do you eat toast? Do you, do you butter both sides of the bread and the crust? It's the same thing. <laughs> okay, all right. You fine. leave yourself some space I'm just for your to think fingers. Of the logistics of the butter crust. I don't know. Most po- <laughs> logistics of the butter crust. Somebody have the instructions for the butter crust <laughs> recipe, please. Sounded like part of a Biden speech. Yeah, hey, the, the butter, butter crust. crust. Yeah, the butter crust. <laughs> you know what they were saying? The fuck uh, is he talking about uh, now? You know, I I I, t- I talked to to, to BB and uh, he was going to make me some toast. <laughs> I don't think that's what he said, sir. Pepperoni, mm. sausage, extra cheese, mushrooms, and chicken are the most common toppings. Pineapple is the sixth most popular topping okay. in Canada and in the U.S. One more note on this when it comes to dipping sauce. I bet you if I walked down the street and asked and did a random poll, what's the most popular dipping sauce? What's the most popular dipping sauce? I think 100 people out of 100 would say the garlic, right? Uh, yeah. And that's Creamy not, garlic. Yeah, and that's not mine. No, it's also, not mine either. Also, I don't like the dipping sauce because it has sauce on it already. Mm. Pizza sauce. Yeah, but you usually eat the crust last or do you not eat the crust last? Uh, Depends how yeah. much butter he has. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Do you <laughs> do butter? You said your grandma did it. Do you do that? No, I did it as a kid, and then one one day I stopped and I went, "This is super weird," so and I just, just never did it, it again. Okay, yeah. all right. It's not weird because you had oily fingers. Uh, yeah. He's not going to admit it. <laughs> yeah, that's did. right. Yeah, my fingers were super buttery, and I was really pissed <laughs> off about it. Merit. <laughs> my hand kept slipping on everything. <laughs> yeah. Marinara is the most popular sauce, yeah. followed by garlic mm-hmm. butter and ranch. 12% like hot sauce, 1 in 10 said barbecue sauce, and 1 in 10 ask for a side of ketchup when they order pizza. Oh, I that's don't, rude. I don't like that. It's disgusting, yeah, that's right? Rude. I mean, if somebody does that, I think you're allowed to yeah. hit them, aren't well, you? Well, I used. To, I think you can. I think you're <laughs> legally allowed to hit them once. Yes. Um, my, With a glove. Yeah, you have to slap them like you're going to have a duel. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you, have to, you have to brush their face with a with a glove, a leather glove. <laughs> also, I had a, um, my cousin was a ranch kid. Yeah. I'd like put ranch on everything. everything. Yeah. And and I'm convinced that if you have to douse everything in ranch, you don't actually have taste buds. Interesting theory. Mm. Yeah. I think a lot of people don't even realize that they don't have taste buds. And I think it goes back to COVID. I honestly mm. think that people's taste has gone down. I, I find there's a major I do. lack of sensitivity. I hear it from people yeah. all the time. I do find that to be true. I I I didn't I couldn't handle spicy foods before. Now I I barely even notice them. Really? Yeah. I don't think that was effective at all. But what I do want to say about ranch is it's a godsend when you're trying to feed vegetables to children. Ah, oh, yeah. That's when I let it slide. Right. Until they get to a certain age, then I'll be like, stop it. Can you're I? buying like the Hidden Valley, like six Costco. gallon thing from Costco. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I want to say something actually really quick about that. Um, what were you just talking about? Ranch. Not ranch. Dousing it in ranch. Dousing. Uh, oh, hot sauce. Hot, you mentioned oh, hot, hot sauce. sauce. That's hot what sauce, it was. Yeah. Okay, listen, this is an ongoing issue for me. I like trying new hot sauces, and I've got a pretty good tolerance for hot sauce. And I get that there's some people who don't. I think when they sell hot sauce, there should be like a beginner and an advanced bottle. <laughs> because if you're advanced and you've got a good tolerance for spice, having to cover your plate one drop at a time is fucking asinine. 
The other Give words, me something that comes out like a ketchup bottle, not it. something where I have to dr- oh, shake the shit out of it to get one drop out. I was going to, okay, I didn't realize it was a it was a complaint about the, the manufacturing. It's a packaging complaint. <laughs> yeah, I didn't realize yeah. that was what it was. I thought it was going to be more about you know, mild, medium, hot. It's like, we need a beginner and an expert <laughs> level. I'm like, you mean mild? <laughs> no, no. Because <laughs> I would have said mild if I'm uh, starting out with hot sauce. The actual bottle, it just comes out one drop at a time with a lot yeah. of the different ones, like that chula. I like that, but it only comes out one drop at a time. I need like half that bottle on a steak or a... Oh, your mic is off. Sorry. There we go. I, I need something more. Anyway, we only have, uh, boy, roughly five, six minutes and it's probably not enough time. We probably could have dedicated the entire episode to this. But I do want to spend just a little bit of time on the huge news of yesterday. Mm-hmm. 4,800 people were let go at Bell. Full disclosure, Bell is not this company. People were reaching out to me yesterday saying, I just want to make sure you're still on the radio. Make sure you didn't get fired or anything. And we don't work for Bell here. This station is, and this podcast is Chorus. Chorus is the parent company of Global Television, whereas Bell is the parent company of CTV and the Bell radio stations. 4,800 jobs gone. 45 of their 103 regional radio stations sold off. It is a 9% cut to their overall workforce. They've also canceled the W5 news magazine show that's on on weekends, and they have canceled all local news across Canada over the lunch hour, with the exception of only Toronto. Really? I thought they'd at least keep like a couple of them. You know, when I think about all the different local markets that they've got, like right now as we sit, we're in Kitchener. There's a CTV Kitchener. No more local newscast. And the people who worked on it presumably lost their jobs. Mm -hmm. Uh, Windsor, London, Belleville, Peterborough, all these local newscasts that do serve a purpose and, and provide valuable local information to people, gone. And whereas many of us can source out news in other ways, there's a lot of people who can't, particularly older people. I'm going to see my mom in a few minutes. I usually drop by on a Friday after the pod to visit, and hopefully she baked me something. <laughs> like It's part of her daily routine for the last 50 years. She yeah. watches the news at lunchtime. And, and that's how she finds out what's going on around town. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm sure she's not the only one. It is it is such a shame. I saw uh, so many people reaching out to others, which was really nice to see. But and, and I saw the frustration and I saw the the fear as well. I, I know a couple of people that work for the company that are afraid of what that means for them, especially after what really gets under my skin is the words that were used. And it's right in a CTV article where one of the higher-ups calls it just not a viable business anymore. Why would you say that when you have people who you're still employing doing this work? Mm-hmm. Imagine being a salesperson for this, trying to sell this, and then your own boss, essentially, calls what you're doing not a viable business. How are they expected to sell? How are you as an employee expected to work when you know that they clearly see you as n- nothing. Not important. Not important. Well, and I mean, they, they only sold less than half of the stations they had. They had 103. They're selling 45 of them. I, when you're still in the business, why would you try and burn the door or burn the place down on the way out? I, I don't understand why they would say that because what he said is factually incorrect. Radio always has been and always will be around. I know there's people who say, oh, radio's done. They've been saying that since 1984 when MTV mm-hmm. launched. Well, that's mm-hmm. the end of radio, and here we are. We're Vide- still here. Video killed the radio star. That was the song. That was yeah. the first video they ever played well, on MTV. And what a stupid thing to say when you literally sold it. 
Yeah, well, and companies came and bought it. So I'm pretty companies. sure they find it viable, and it is. Yeah. Like, imagine saying that. That's This is where it was so brain dead for me was after that statement, then saying we've sold, you know, again, was it 44, 45? 45 of the 103 got yeah, sold. Yeah, so we're selling. So you managed to sell 45 radio stations, and you sold them to a handful of smaller companies, independently run companies that are not big major telecom conglomerates, and... They seem to think that it's worth buying. Did you just fleece them? Like, are you like now beating your chest being like, look, we sold a useless business to all these idiots. Like what, what is the message you're trying to put out there? It was awful. Awful. Just like a super tone deaf way to talk about it. Yeah. Just brutal. And my biggest sad point yesterday was talking to the people who said that they, that they, you know, when they were affected by this, by this change, they talked about how they didn't feel like employees. They felt like a number on a spreadsheet. Mm-hmm. And it was just some, you know, their term, bean counter, sitting there, just looking at it going, yeah, cut this money, cut this money, cut this money. And they don't even look at the person. No. It is a horrible feeling to work anywhere. And it doesn't matter what industry you work in, but if, you're, if your bosses have no idea who you are, if your uh, higher-ups couldn't identify you in a lineup like it's a sad feeling to feel like you're that disconnected when you're going to work every day and then that extra feeling of is my job going to be here tomorrow you know ctv or bell sorry employs a lot of people in broadcast it's not just radio there's also television and obviously television felt this as well but they also have others like uh bnn bloomberg and they've got all the tsn channels and i'm i have no doubt there was probably people there that lost their jobs as well many of them probably behind the scenes and you won't see it on a twitter account like you would if uh if one of the major on-air personalities posted that they lost their job. So it's sad that most of these 4,800, we probably won't know, but they were all people that this was their career. This is what they were trained to do. And they were good at their job gone. It's so cold to me. I remember when bell got those radio stations, this was the old chum group of radio stations. And there was a big discussion back then. Hey, is this a good idea to let all the big telecoms have all these radio stations? And there was many who felt Bell coming into the radio market with no real radio experience prior to that. This might not go very well. It hasn't been that long and 45 of them mm-hmm. are sold and the CEO is saying it's not a viable business. I really don't know that they understood radio to begin with. No, I think you're right in, in a lot of what you just said there. I, I think that they have a lot of talented people. Yes. People that, that I know personally, people I've worked with, people that I've, I've passed along the way in the industry, people you get to know, people you admire who work for other companies who just work and do great work. But those, <laughs> those same people are the ones that aren't trusted by their own management. You know, the, they, if they're smart people and they're capable people and they know what they're doing, you've got to trust them to make the right decisions instead of having your thumb on them all the time, micromanaging them, things like that. Now, I, I don't work there, so I can't say if that's what's happening or not. Mm-hmm. But some of that experience has been relayed to me from others yeah. that they just feel that there's there's no win. Yeah. And that's a, that's a horrible feeling to have. Again, I don't care what company you work for, but the feeling of just this endless cycle. I go to work, I do the whatever, doesn't matter. I come home. I go to work, I do whatever, it doesn't matter. I go home. Like that, that's depressing. It is depressing. I was working for them when Bell took over, by the way. Mm-hmm. I was working How for was the that? Chum Group. The, the takeover, it was very quick, and I don't recall a lot of job losses at the time, but I remember the fear. I remember the fear because it mm-hmm. was my first time working at a station that was being taken over. The first time around was actually at 91.5 The Beat when Ken West Global 
was bought by Chorus Entertainment. And then the NWO came in. And then, <laughs> that's right. No, but it, I remember the fear, though, and that was one of the fears. And I could tell you, like, that building full of people, I watched it slowly dwindle before I even left Bell in the, in the few years that I was there. I saw the changes happening right away. Do you think they're being truthful? Is the reality that radio is still actually very viable, but it's very easy to cut in radio because you can share resources across many different stations if you want or need to. Is it possible that this is just to sort of compensate for the fact that they don't want to lose their television properties and television is actually what the big problem on the bottom line? No. Um, I can tell you that their plan didn't work. Their idea didn't work for, you know, spreading out several formats across the entire country, uh, which is, again, fine. If they want, if, if that's, that's their prerogative. Do, that's, yeah. that's totally fine if you have the quality program to do it. But when they were getting told that the local markets were saying, hey, 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 like, this isn't working, they didn't listen. Right. So yeah. when you say it's not a viable business, it's it, what you should say is it's not a viable business for our method. Because uh-huh. what they like, they're not willing to change how they do what they do. I guess, and I, again, I I say this without knowing for sure. I'm speculating because I don't work there. But if if you've got a a plan that isn't working, what do you do? You have to pivot. Yeah, and if you don't, well, then you do what they just did and say we're out of the business. But to take a shot like that on the way out, there was a ton of people who were just really disappointed mm-hmm. that don't even work there, just to feel like this industry that we pour our blood, sweat, and tears into. The, the business that I lose sleep over every single night of the week, the business that I come in and work my tail off for every day mm-hmm. to be told that it's not viable, not important. What I loved to see was how many just average listeners of radio, people who aren't working in the industry, who heard about this news, who did exactly as Scott said and reached out to people like us. That was nice to see. Just to say, hey, mm-hmm. I hope everything's okay. Like I heard about this crazy news in the radio industry. And they don't follow it as closely as we do, so they don't always know the division of who works for what company in that. So it's it's nice to see that people say, I didn't like what that guy said. It, radio matters to me. So it was yep. cool to hear that yeah. from so many people that aren't in the industry. Agree. Tough, tough day for everybody there. We know people personally who were affected by this uh, and wonderful people who have been in the industry for a long time. And... Now they got to figure out what's next. And that is always a scary proposition. Very scary, yeah. One of the other things that I've heard a lot about, and I'll make this the last point on this because we really got to go, is during the pandemic, didn't they take a lot of those wage subsidies and things like that? This has been well reported that they yeah. did. Oh, and and part, of the re- part of the reason for that, taxpayer dollars, by the way, was to preserve these jobs, to make sure that journalism still existed, mm-hmm. to make sure that there was still a viable media in the country. And, and they are working towards trying to get money out of Google, Facebook, uh, Instagram, TikTok, all that sort of shit. They're trying, and that money will come. But if they took that money, the taxpayer money, in the name of preserving these jobs, and then as soon as the check cleared, let 4,800 people go, I'm wondering if Bell owes the country some money. That's a good point. I didn't even think of it until you brought it up, honestly. You know, I mean, I don't want to criticize any company and how they run their business. How Bell does things is completely up to Bell. But as a taxpayer, I'm thinking we subsidize that to keep those people employed when you guys needed it the most when you were vulnerable. Now, as the recovery is happening and things are coming back, it just seems like a bad look. I I don't know. Maybe I'm thinking about it wrong or maybe I'm just that cheap. I'm not sure. But it it just feels kind of icky. Yeah. Uh, Do we owe any apologies, Dave? We do. We have to Probably say a lot of them. Apologies to President Joe Biden. 
Uh, we should say sorry to Cody Rhodes because The Rock slapped him at the WrestleMania press conference. <laughs> sympathies go out to... Oh, I didn't finish that line. So I'm like, what do, who do we owe sympathies to? <laughs> but we'll go regrets to also those... Also Joe Biden. Yeah, right. <laughs> Probably. Regrets to those who will not eat anything without ranch dressing. Sympathies go to all of those who will butter their pizza crust this weekend and we will judge you. <laughs> also, apologies to President Joe Biden. He might have forgotten the last apology. Sorry to our last <laughs> friends in the media industry who were affected by the big cuts yesterday. Um, you know, we're sending our, our, our love to you and, and call us if you need us. We're always available to be an ear to you and see what we can do to help you out. But uh, we should also apologize to President Joe Biden uh, as well, um, just in case he missed the, the apologies <laughs> missed the before. first one. Yeah. Or the second one. Yeah. Um, we do absolutely need to apologize to Mike Tyson, not for any reason in particular, just because it's a good idea. And I should wrap up with one more. Apologies to President Joe Biden. So, <laughs> right, right. Not, good. I just want to make sure. Good. <laughs> We didn't even get to do the top sex injuries. Oh, shit. Bank that shit for later. All right. Uh, carpet burn is number one. Spoiler oh. alert. <laughs> you know, 65% of people have got have, have said that they, their injury from sex was carpet burn. 65% is a very compelling number. Is, is that an injury or is that collateral damage? Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, that's a good point. I mean, if you're going to be rolling around on the rug, you got to expect a couple of burns. That's right. It's one of those ones that creep up on you, too. Sometimes you don't realize it after, after it forms. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I, until it hurts. I mean, until it hurts. Because yes. <laughs> there's, there's injuries that are like, ow, that hurts instantly. And then there's other ones where are like, where the fuck did that come from? Yeah. A couple days later, you <laughs> like got a bruise. You why know? am I scabbing? Ow. Under my knee <laughs> I have a welt. 54% <laughs> have ended up with bruises from sex. Yeah. And a pulled muscle. Forty percent of people uh, have pulled a muscle during sex. Well, Cat's new f- uh, fandom for wrestling. You might hear sex injuries that include like the sharpshooter or a figure four leg lock or something. Yeah. <laughs> Honey, want to put me in a sleeper hole? I'm taking notes. Get your yeah. husband in a camel clutch this weekend. Yeah, there you go. That sounds so filthy. Yeah. <laughs> you could take a wrestling move and turn it into like a sexy move and yeah. call it like the camel toe clutch or something like that. <laughs> camel toe clutch. Apologize for that. Uh, yeah, I'm, so, I'm sorry to all, all camels. <laughs> <laughs> and Joe Biden. And President Joe Biden. Sorry. Bye, everybody. Bye. A man played World of Warcraft for nearly 60 hours straight, enough to break two Guinness World Records in the process. Those records, longest video game marathon and worst stank. <laughs> the Paris Olympic medals were revealed, and each of them is embedded with a piece of the Eiffel Tower. Though people are a little concerned because the pieces are screws and bolts. <laughs> a Florida man was arrested during a recent traffic stop after authorities discovered cocaine, crystal meth, and marijuana, or as it's called in Florida, a balanced breakfast. <laughs> Old El Paso is teaming up with Cinnamon Toast Crunch for dessert taco shells. And at the time it took me to read that, the average American life expectancy decreased by three years. 